Black Lives Matter has never been a full stop, rather a statement, a needing to be acknowledged, a powerful emotion. It turned into an organization. It remains a truth. The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. I have a question for the lawyers here. Now, we all know that immediately after that video came out, these five officers were immediately charged with beating Tyree Nichols to death. And I'm no lawyer, but I looked it up in felony murder rule in Tennessee. Now, felony murder rule states that if anyone is committing a felony and that someone dies, everybody involved gets charged with the murder. It's a law that I do not agree with. However, in Tennessee, it exists. So my question quickly becomes, if there were more officers involved, more people involved, should they all not be charged with murder? If felony murder rule says that everybody involved in the felony that resulted in the death should be charged with the murder, why would these public servants not be held accountable just like you or I if the same thing were to occur? I have a question for... Welcome to your WTF Landia radio show, my friends. It is your girl. Char Michelle, I, I truly, I hope you're well. I hope you're well. I hope you're well. Let me tell you, it is snowing. And not that it doesn't snow at the end of January because it, it's, it's happened. But it's really cold. It's like a Siberian kind of a chill in the air here. And um, the coziest thing that I found was this news story that I'm about to break. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm, I'm breaking it. It's already been broken. But I'm breaking it here on WTF Landier Radio Show. It's your girl, Char Michelle. We come to make the hard news easy. Or at least palatable. And you really can't palate death. But we're going to do our best to try to make sense of it all. And here we are, yet again, America, my beautiful, beautiful, broken baby, America, land of the free, home of the brave. Maybe we've changed that. Lots of, lots of slogans are changing nowadays, you know, we're making, we're changing the anthems, but, um. America's got a set of issues of their own. And let me tell you what, a one big issue is we're diving right in today, folks. <laughs> I have to dive right in today. I don't have I don't have the, the, the energy to go around the boat with this one. This is a tough, tough topic. And here's why it's tough, because well, yet again, before time, a mother is burying her child. And that's the bottom line. And should a child be being buried right now? Absolutely not. 
But we are, um, we're witnessing it. So we gotta talk about it. It was, uh, it was Tyree Nichols, a young man who on January 20th was minding his business alive, well, and kicking. Probably gonna go for a skate later that day as a skateboarder. You know, really good one at that. Had a whole life ahead of him. And I won't watch the video. There is a video that exists. I urge us all not to watch anything as exhausting, as mind-blowing, and as disgusting as seven public servants flexing their badges bringing death upon a person who didn't deserve it so you know when you watch i always like to recommend people watch your eye gates and your ear gates because there's a lot of dark stuff that's ready to jump in there and you can't unsee certain things what i'm saying you can't unhear certain things and seeing apparently seeing that Young man's life snuffed out by a pu- couple of public servants is very, very hard watch. It's a very hard watch, and I've heard that from what I've read, even, right? So I, I, I personally won't go on to watch it. I think it's uh, watching a sacrifice happen of sorts, and it's not okay. And until they get down to the bottom of this whole public servant uh, system, which I do believe, and I'm really heavily advocating, you guys know me, for a name change. I'm advocating for a police name change to public servant on the back of the uniforms and on the cars. No more police. And that goes for nationwide, hopefully globally. And then that way we put into perspective their job, their career, is to serve the public. <laughs> it's not to kill your bosses. The, they, they killed their boss that day. They killed Tyree Nichols, a young tax-paying citizen. They killed him. They killed the bosses. If he's ever bought an item from the store, he pays taxes. And that's their their salary is based on what we pay. And so he's gone. And it's really sad to know. But the, 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 the deeper question in this is that right away they charged six officers. They were gone. Right away. But they hesitated, and the six officers, I believe, were they were the they were the they were black. All of them were black. So remember here, when people are screaming, "All cops are bad cops," they're not screaming, "All white cops are bad cops." I think you know, and not to say that I'm an advocate of that group because I'm not, but I think that's what I learned in this scenario is that when there are people are screaming, because I never really I never really dissected that name and that term. I've seen it all around, spray painted and. Hashtagged and all cops are bad cops is a is a subject or is a acronym that I kind of I should guess I should look into a little bit more. But now I understand why they write that. But it's funny because this whole Blue Lives Matter was a really big thing during the George Floyd murder, during the Ahmaud Arbery murder, during Eric uh garner murder and people were just like kind of you know 
the people, the public servants were like, you know, they, you know blue lives matter. It's all, all of our lives matter. Blue lives matter. I don't hear blue lives mattering in this circumstance. I don't hear no blue lives talking about they matter. Because guess what? It could be just as simple as those blue lives were, were in black suits, black body suits. They were in black body suits and they, you know, killed a whole human being that was black. So it's almost like black on black crime rather than blue lives snuffing out a black life. Does that make sense? That's what I'm starting to notice. I'm starting to notice a trend in America. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's trying it's trying to... I think this is turning the Black Lives Matter movement on its head. Like, look at this. Black Lives Matter. They're always up to something. You got, got to get rid of your black-on-black crime. You always hear people come with that definitive... Well, look at all this black-on-black crime in Chicago. Well, really, that's a whole conversation that we could definitely have. But let's just talk about the problem right now, the nuisance in the room, and that's the blue lives. You know, the blue lives don't care about black lives and blue suits. (laughs) I find that interesting. I find the fact that these people, the people, the six cops that got fired on site right after that video came out emerged they were fired not resigned they didn't get a chance to resign they didn't get on administrative leave they just got fired on site and the one officer else that was lingering around in the in the wings was a white officer that just got charged today and released today i'm pretty sure he didn't get fired i'm not sure the five, sorry, the five black officers on the 20th of January were fired. And the one guy was lingering around, still with a job. And he was just as involved. He was there in the scene. And there's a law in Memphis, like Senate just said there. Um, and, you know, always film the police. That uh, in Memphis... If you're involved in the action results in murder, everybody's charged with murder that has been involved on the scene. Maybe it's not the most sturdy law. Because what if you're there eating pizza and somebody kills somebody in front of you? You're like, whoa, I was just eating this pizza. Why did you do this? I gotta go to the cops. If I go to the cops, they're gonna charge me too. Oh, no. (laughs) So it's it's a pickle. That's a law that should be looked at, but still. What was his involvement? And why did the white life and the blue blue lives matter suit not get charged? It was the question. And we got to talk about it. We got to address it. This is not a divisive episode. This is a very, very, very eye-opening one that we have to address in order to set things straight. Because things aren't set straight in North America. And racism is hot and heavy and it needs to be demolished and destroyed. And the names of police officers must change to start off with. Because that is the highest level of slave ownership in, in North America still. They're still. They were originally called the Slave Patrol. They still in there slaving. They get a couple black guys in the, in the unit so they can take care of their own. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. This is goofy. 
this, let's talk about it. Questions have been raised over why Memphis police waited weeks to name a white police officer involved in the beating death of Tyree Nichols. As it emerged, an unnamed seventh officer and three emergency responders have also been disciplined over the case. Three emergency responders have been disciplined as well. My goodness. They can't all be that bad in Memphis. They're pretty bad in there. It's pretty racist in Memphis. There is no question. Tennessee has a racism problem. Guys got to get it together over there. That's obviously where the, you know, it's, you know, still lingering in the past where slaves were owned and racism and and Confederate flags were, you know, flown. Uh, But Major Karen Rudolph of Memphis Police announced on Monday that the white officer in question, Preston Hempel, was placed on desk duty on January 8th, a day after Nichols who was black, was beaten by police in two days before he died. This is, comes from The Guardian. Uh, police named and fired five black, off, black officers on January 20th, on the day of, all of whom has since been charged with murder over Nichols' death, but waited to reveal Hemphill's identity. They didn't show the white guy who was in, involved in this. They waited. They put him on desk duty. And they fired all the black officers. You tell me right now, just so I'm reading that. I don't care what, what color you are. Just listening to me right now. Does that sound sus to you? Why are we hiding the identity of someone that was involved in a murder? I need to know who, if it's your child. Okay? Let's just think about it. We got to think, we got to take it personal. If it's my child and there were six people involved in being on site at, at his murder. I want to know every face. I want to know every name. Why do we tuck and hide the, the, the white officer away, the white public servant away? Why is he tucked in on desk duty, making money? That's the question. Right? So just today on Tuesday, the civil rights attorney representing Nichols' family, Ben Crump, said video footage from the beating shows Hemphill pulling Nichols from his car before shocking the 29-year-old with a taser gun. He bought the guy out of his car that was just going to watch the sunset. Apparently, he had a sunset watching kind of thing that he did. Maybe he was going to watch the sunset, just, you know, start the day off praising the Lord. I don't know what he was doing. But he was minding his business, and he said he's just trying to get home, according to the video that I haven't watched, which resulted in him crying for his mother because he needed help, and no one was there to help him, and they killed this man and lo and behold the guy who they tucked and hid away and put on desk duty was the one that pulled him out of the car my goodness y'all better repent right now a copy of the police report written hours after Nichols beating mentions that Hemphill used a stun gun on Nichols a photo of the police report first appeared on social media after being posted by the Memphis talk show host Thaddeus Matthews, who is known as a cussing pastor, and said a source had provided it to him. The district attorney, Stephen Mallory, reported and told the New York Times on Monday that his office had a police report this the same as the one contained in the photograph posted by Matthews. And while a video footage verifies the report's description of Hemphill's using a stun gun on Nichols, the document omits mention of the kicks and punches that officers unleashed on Nichols. The Time article added, 
Neither Memphis Police nor Mulroy's office responded on Tuesday to request for a comment about the report. Respond. They responded uh, on Tuesday for request about the report. No comment, which sought to portray Nichols, Tyree, the the nice guy, according to everybody who's ever met him, the most peaceful, fun-loving, just nice skater guy. Most skaters are that way. Um, as a, they they po- they try to portray him as a violent and combative, despite videos of his killing demonstrating nothing remotely close to that. Instead contain horrifying images of him calling out for his mother. <sighs> and also Hemphill saying uh, on the scene, I hope they stomp his ass. Wow, that's really nice of you to pull him out, stun him, and then tell him you hope they stomp him. Do you guys not? Here's here's a burning question. It's burning. It's burning. It's definitely burning. Um, do, we, do we all have a question of why these guys... Are you... Okay... When I know that I'm being filmed, I'm very cautious. I can't, I'm a, I'm a whole model. When a camera gets in front of my face, I can't even take a picture without blinking or doing something extremely awkward. Okay? That's just me. Now, I'll be dang if I just go and start killing a, a, a livable person knowing that there's a camera on my chest. What is these dudes doing? That's what makes me think this is a psyop. This is like, this is a deal gone. This is like a deal made with the devil or something like, you know, what? let's, let's, let's make these cops kill this black guy. Let's make him black. Let's turn Black Lives Matter on his head. And then let's do something under the radar that nobody's paying attention to while we take this, you know, black on black, blue lives matter crime to through the media circus. Something's, something's fishy. <laughs> Something smells stinky in this scenario. I don't know who's responsible for it, but I got my eye on it. My ears to the streets. Something ain't right. Why did this happen? Of course, you know, this is my investigative journalism side coming through. Why did this happen and why are we... Why? What do they expect? They expect everybody to go out and march, which they will. They expect everybody to be angry, which, you know, most people will, but they'll probably do it diligently and respectfully and peacefully because we got to turn that on their head too they want you to come out with violence don't silence that violence with peace and 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 let justice and let laws be changed in order for real change to occur do it that way people call get people fired police uh officer uh, public servants fired get uh their deputy deputies fired Get uh, police departments shut down. Don't put another dime in their pockets. Do that. That's where the protest really hurts. We got to do that. But as far as getting jiggy with it and throwing bricks through windows, no, we don't have to do that. That's goofy. That's what they want you to do. They want to bring out the heavy artillery. They didn't even do that on January 6th when those trailer park boys ravaged the uh, Capitol. Or whether, I'm sorry, when the field trip happened at the Capitol. <laughs> so don't do it. But you know, you know what I mean? We we see the plan. We see the plan. We see that it's not gonna work. The real change starts at the top. We gotta go and hit them with the legislative laws. Hurt. Hit them where the judiciary judges are judged are are are, are voted on. You know? Judges, laws, and then executive president signing off. 
We got to do the right thing. We got to get people out. They don't sound like us. They don't make laws like us and change the laws by changing the names of police officers. They can no longer be referred to as that. They have to be referred to as public servants or else they're going to keep feeling like they're so also powerful, even with, even with cameras on their chest. They, they put cameras on the chest and they lie about it. They think the cameras were off. Like, well, I don't understand. I'm trying to figure out how this works. Did somebody have their camera on? They forgot to turn it off. Was this done on purpose? Do you ding bats? This happens so often. This happens so often. They all have their cameras on and they're shooting people dead. And I'm just wondering, why don't they realize that? Why don't you change your behavior when that camera's on it? Very, bare minimal. <sighs> now a mother's got to bury her son. You know? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Because the thing about it is that, like, I don't care what a public servant has gone through before they got to their job. People work at Wendy's and they have bad mornings before they leave the office. I don't think they're hawking. I'm hoping they're not. They're not hawking loogies in every sandwich that they make. Or pooping in the oil. Don't anybody hear this and take that. Don't do it. Please. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't do that if you're mad. You know, you go professional. A banker doesn't go to the bank and after getting in an argument with their husband or wife and just start stealing money out of people's bank accounts. It's not what they do. <laughs> Why do cops who have, who have like serious monopoly over people's actual lives feel so high and mighty? They just feel high and mighty with that pistol in their pocket that they can literally snuff out a life trying to play God. And the thing about it is that they're going to have to answer for that. Why would they do that? It is the goofiest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It doesn't make any sense. It's devilish at bare minimal. It has to change. People should live to fight their courts, their cases in court at minimal. Why would I need to sit there and you know, plead for my life when I can talk about it. And if, what was he doing? No one ever found out what the guy was doing. No one says anything. They just have him pleading for his life. And an hour later into the video, they're just beating the brakes off this guy. It just is like, for what? This world has gone dark and cold, you guys. There's not a lot of good unless it changes very swiftly. We've got Yuval Harari, Noah, whatever, Noah Harari, talking about a useless generation. They're trying to trade out human beings for robots. <laughs> Look, y'all, wake up. You're about to be obsolete. But the good news, you already know what I'm going to say. If you're new to this podcast, broadcast, and you might not know what I'm going to say, but if you're old to it, you know what I'm going to say. There's hope. There's hope in the free gift that is in the sacrifice of a man, a young man who only served in his position for three years and died for everybody in this entire world, every one of us, so that he could be, you know, used as a salvation tool. 
It's the only way to be saved from this chaotic, dark world. But people, people, Jesus is dead. He's not alive. Well, no, I beg to differ. He rose again after the third day, which is why we, you know, celebrate Easter. But I guess we've given that to the bunny and the egg. Who knows how the bunny married the egg? But hey, here we are. We believe that. Why can't we believe that Jesus died and rose again? If we can believe that a bunny lays an egg every year, we can definitely believe that Jesus died and rose again. It ain't that hard. Believe in that. Because it's a fact. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's really simple. And if you listen to the podcast produced, you know, prior to this one, there's about 300 episodes of gold. You can dig for um, underneath this one. WTF Landia Goat. Um, then you will you figure out that, you know, that gift was free. It's free. And if, like, again, if we can believe in an egg and a bunny and celebrate that as a holiday, or we can believe that Santa, a.k.a. Satan, I mean, lives up in the Red Pole, stalks you all year and knows exactly what gifts to buy you, then we can believe the fact that Jesus was born and he died and he rose again on the third day. Facts, period, no cap. It's time. This world is too, whew, it's too far gone. We need, we need salvation. I'm sorry that this man had to see his uh, life cut short, literally, by a couple of people, six people who misused the uniform that they were, should be honored to be working in. Working, working for their communities, police officer, community servants. That's what they are. You know, I thought about being a police officer. I would be considering myself a community servant. I thought about being a peace officer, rather. That would be a community servant, and I would have been like happy to do so. I just chose to do other stuff. I was taking pictures awkwardly in front of a camera. <laughs> Well, I'm blessed. I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to be doing the thoughts and prayers a bit because that's good. That's weird. But it, it, we do need we do need a lot of we need to think about the actions that we're taking. And a lot of a lot of thoughts need to go behind them when we go to the polls during midterm elections and make sure that we are putting our money where our, our mouth is in the sense that we need to make sure that we are voting for the laws, the lawmakers, make sure you're going out there to j vote for your governors and your mayors and your judges and your sheriff's head of the head of departments, head of police departments. That all comes up on the ballot when you're voting in those midterm elections. They're not talking about midterm elections because they don't want you to know about it. So that same goofy people stay in office. No. You got to get out there and vote. It's not just about the president. You only get excited when Donald Trump's name is on the ballot. No, it's just way more important than that. Way more important than the presidential election is the midterms. It's a primary, sorry. When you're voting for the, for the lawmakers, the people who are you literally on the ballot are like your judges, your mayors, your governors, your Senate members, all of these people, they need your vote. Or they need you to vote them out. But either way, if you don't go and vote during these times, they stay put. If five people come out to vote for, you know, the same guy, they're in there forever. They can be in there for 25 years and you'll never know because you never went out to vote for that. Because you only went out when Joe Biden and 
Trump was on the ticket. Everything else is already set in stone. Two years. You got to vote every two years. So here we are. Sitting on top of Memphis racist laws all these years later. We got to make some positive. We got to make some changes. And the changes start with our voice. The changes start with our voice and our authority. And our authority is that we come in numbers and we say, this is what I want done. You work for me. I'm your boss. Now get to work. Later. Hi, for the family of Tyree Nichols. And Ben, I appreciate your time tonight. First, this news we're just learning. The Memphis Fire Department firing three employees after they released a timeline showing that Nichols was not transported to the hospital until 27 minutes after the first paramedics arrived. Uh, the video shows, you know, what, you know, we all had to watch and excruciatingly wait, right? They stand around uh, waiting for the ambulance to arrive for much of that time. Do you know, Ben, anything about why, why this took 27 minutes, why they were standing around? No, that's the questions that were raised initially when we saw the video, because it was just heart wrenching when you see Tyree in handcuffs against the car. He falls to one side of the car and a minute later, they tell him to get up. He doesn't get up. They sit him back up. Then he falls to the opposite side and it repeats it like two or three times and then he's just on the ground, Aaron, obviously in distress and nobody is offering him any, uh, rendering any aid and not anybody is offering him any ounce of humanity. Do you think that those EMTs should be charged? Well, we want to continue to talk with the experts that we've retained, but clearly every one of them, every last one of them who had anything to do with the lynching of this young, innocent man by the police and the powers that be in the city of Memphis should be held accountable. And we're also learning tonight that a total of seven officers were relieved of duty the day after Nichols' arrest. And we know five of them were charged, right? Those are the ones we've been talking about for days. Today we found out the name of a sixth officer who was relieved of duty, not yet charged, though. We're looking at him. His name is Preston Hemphill. He was part of the initial traffic stop, and his body camera is the one which captured part of the confrontation, uh, which I warn everyone is disturbing, but I want to show everybody what, something very important. Preston Hempel's gun is immediately drawn when he pulls up. You see that. Before Tyree Nichols is pulled out of the car, he's got his gun drawn. Then he puts his gun away, and instead he pulls his taser, which he eventually fires, uh, obviously fails to stun Mr. Nichols. But then after Nichols gets away, you hear him say, quote, I hope they stomp his ass. Should he be charged? Are you surprised he hasn't been yet? We're very surprised he hasn't been charged yet. And in fact, uh, Tyree Nichols' father, uh, Mr. Rodney Wells, asked that very question the first time we saw the video before America saw the video. He said, you know, why hasn't the white police officer been terminated? Uh, and that's the question we're still asking today because we understand him being relieved for duty is not him being terminated. And so 
we think anybody involved in this excessive, brutal use of force mm-hmm. that killed Tyree Nichols should be held accountable, accountable, Aaron Burnett. And the fact, what he said, that tells you that this was part of a culture of this Scorpion unit. Yes. I hope that they stomp him when they catch him. That is their mentality. Let me ask you, um, Ben, you know, you're talking about excessive and, and brutal use of force. And, but a moment ago, you used the word lynching. And I know you didn't obviously do it in passing or lightly. What makes you feel that that's the right word to use? Because, Aaron, when you think about how they hunted him down, uh, 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 kidnapping, aggravated kidnapping is part of the charges. And what is a lynching? When the lynch mob chase the victim down and capture him and they torture him. How can you say that this wasn't torture, what they had Tyree Nichols endure? So I intentionally say that it was a police lynching and we have to call out the severity at which police officers engage with unarmed black citizens as nothing more than exactly what it is. It's a lynching. If it was regular citizens, like in Ahmaud Aubrey, we would call that it a lynching and nobody would say any different. If police do it, that doesn't make it any different either. Ben Crump, thank you very much. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third party materials or or content of any third party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third party materials or on third party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating 
or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.